0: What's the gospel? Put it in a sentence. The gospel is the news that Jesus Christ, the righteous one, died for our sins. Rose again, eternally triumphant over all his enemies, so that there is now no condemnation for those who believe, but only everlasting joy. That's the gospel.
1: Hello guys and welcome back to The Pulse Podcast. It saddens me to say that this is going to be the final episode of season 3 of The Pulse Podcast. Um, In case you're not aware of it, this is our third season. The first two seasons are actually on our YouTube page. where We recorded them a couple years ago. You can find it on YouTube. Just search our God-given mission, The Pulse, and it will come right up on on your screen. Um, But this is the final episode. However, it's not all doom and gloom just yet. We're going to be back in about a month or two. Um, So make sure to be kind of plugged to all our social medias to search Our God Given Mission on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And you can stay up to date with all things OGGM. So my name is Toya Canelso, I'm your host and I'm joined as always by Mike Omani. And today's question is all about feeling far away from God. The question is, what do I do when i feel far from god again it's one of those questions that we've probably all asked at some point in our christian journeys might have looked different um in on an individual basis but i'm sure we've all asked it in some way shape or form be it when the weight of life hits us when it's loss or when we fall into sin we can tend to do the thing where we run away from god and god feels um far or distant from us and we all probably fell on our knees at one point or messaged a friend and said what do i do uh, we're going to try and answer that as best as we can i'm going to throw that to you mike what do you say to the believer who feels like they are far away from the presence of god
0: well thank you for the question it's a very important one um but i should start by questioning the question um we've got to be more careful about the words we use when we're describing our relationship with god and oftentimes we use words that can or do a spatial reality than a relational one Um, We frequently use spatial languages when describing relationships, Uh, and we do this with the way English is constituted. You know, I say Toye is one of my very close friends, and and, with him, I'm not so close to, and, and, you know, if we know someone who's deep, uh, sorry, if we know someone deeply, we're more likely to describe them as being closer to us. But the truth is, then it doesn't work, and I'll tell you why, well, because... Right now, you're pretty close to me. You're sat opposite the desk like you're pretty close to me. However, even though you're close to me spatially, relationally, you could be very far away from me. And it's happened before where, you know, I'm next to somebody who is very close to me in terms of proximity, but I feel really distant from them as well. So the language we use isn't helpful and we have to be very intentional about this. Um, you know, I'm reminded of when I was young, I would have a picture of Lion, Lionel Messi on my phone, you know, and so he, I literally would go to bed with him next to my head every single day, right? Yeah, <laughs> but here's the thing, he doesn't know, he has no clue I'm alive, you know, he's very close to me. Uh, 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 spatially, but relationally, he's not quite there. Now, one of the biggest mistakes we make as Christians, and it's a, it's a very you know, innocent one, is we think about God as one of our, just one of our friends. And as such, we subject him to the same language we used to describe our friends. Of course, God, God is quite different. God is not on some mountain that we have to climb up to to reach him. So it's not a case of when, you're, when you get saved, You know, you're at the bottom of Everest and your Christian life is about climbing up to Everest where at the end you get God. No, the minute you're saved, you get a full measure of the Holy Spirit. It's a deposit put right inside of you, right? And then, you know your your journey then is to unpack that reality. It's to become aware of that reality. It's not to gain more of God. God is not drink. He's not something there's no cup. You know, so, so we're not trying to gain more of him. He is inside of us. And throughout the whole Bible, from the first to the second Testament, God lets us know this. Uh, in Deuteronomy 31, six, talking to his people, he says, be strong and courageous. Do not fear uh, or be in dread for the Lord your God goes with you, he will not leave you nor forsake you. God is telling his people, I will not leave you, nor will I forsake you. In Joshua 1.5, he says, have I I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. This is where they were were getting ready to to take the land. He says, do not be frightened or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. In Isaiah uh, uh, 41.10, it reads, fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am for I, your God will strengthen you, I will help you, I will uphold you with my righteous hand, and if you fast forward to the second Testament in John fifteen, we learn about this deep and abiding presence of the Holy Spirit that goes with the believer wherever it is they travel so throughout the whole Bible God's trying to make us understand that the minute we're in relationship with him, the minute we know him, the minute we're submitted to him, he doesn't go anywhere he stays with us in over 98 places in the bible God speaks about being with us and not being some abstract concept out there we have to grasp he is right with us very important this because very quickly you have to start using different languages no longer do you say oh I feel far away from God you can say I'm not experiencing him as much as I should and there we can start a very helpful relationship, where, we, where a, a very helpful conversation, sorry, where we can start to talk about, well, how do we help you unpack the reality? How do we help you become more aware of the reality? But, but you see, I would struggle telling a Christian how they get closer to God or how they move closer to him. No, it's, it's how do you become more aware of who he is? And how do you do that? Well, you start where you are. Wherever you are right now listening to this podcast, you can begin to commune with God. And it's as simple as having godly thoughts. Think about God. Open your Bible. Pray. Spend time alone. Shut the door. Spend time by yourself. Meditate. Think deeply about the scriptures. Spend time with loved ones. Hear their stories. Hear their testimonies. Ask them how they're going. Ask them the last thought they had about God. Don't discount the little things. When you're putting out the bin, when you're, uh, you're, you're cleaning the floor, what's God trying to tell you about himself? What thoughts is he trying to fill your mind with about who he is? Think godly thoughts. Allow the thoughts you have about God to roll on into deeper thoughts about God and then into deeper thoughts about God. All these different things help you to become aware of the reality you are now in. They don't get you closer to God because you've got to go climb uh, up to a mountain to get him. No, 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 no. They make you aware of his presence in your life already. You see, the issue is oftentimes when we're looking for God, we want to have all these outer body experiences to find him. And what we're doing is we're discounting the normal and the mundane, looking for the extraordinary. The special, the, the, the outer body moments, the time where you're shaken in church or worship is, uh, the worshipper hits a right note and you have an outer body experience. We've got to leave that at the door and say, God, how do I enjoy you in my normal, mundane, day-to-day reality? When you do that, you start to really understand what the Holy Spirit meant when it called his, its presence in your life an, ab- an abiding optimism. I mean, it, it, that's such a powerful term and that's what the Holy Spirit grants us when we start to understand you know, the reality we now have. So, so in a way, I'm questioning the question. I'm inviting the questioner no longer to speak in spatial terms, but to speak in relational senses and ultimately to, to try out all those various ways of knowing and unpacking the gift that is the holy spirit
1: oh wow that's amazing and what a great comfort and a great encouragement to know that god will never leave or forsake us only if we believe that just a little bit more than knowing that when we submit to him there is nothing we can do that keeps him from continually running after us and pursuing us and preserving us in the faith what an amazing biblical truth um that's what makes grace so amazing um that god chooses to do that and thank you so much for that mike thank you for that great source of encouragement and thank you guys for listening thank you guys for journeying with us um through these episodes in season three and we hope when we hope to see you guys in season four we're going to be fresh with new questions and as we anticipate um season four do you send us questions as always to hello at our god-given mission and we'll see you next time thank you